good morning. And good morning, good morning to all you lovely listeners at home. And welcome back to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle, David. Thanks, That's right, that's right. Today's like an extra special morning one. I only woke up like half an hour ago, so like... I know, we're morning-y. actually recording this in the morning. We right. never record in the morning. This is like the most morning-y morning of episode that we've had to record. Um, Remember when we used to record like Sunday mornings? Like, right, like a like a responsible podcast recorder instead of just pre-recording. Now, 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 we, now we just lie to our, to right. our audience. We just pre-record them all. <laughs> we've done them in the evening. Too. We just say, oh yeah, it's yeah. the morning. What do you guys know? Right, and most exactly. people—I'm pretty sure most people don't listen to it in the morning, so it's just a facade. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, how you doing, Dave? I'm doing all right, Connor. How you doing? I'm fine, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting through it, you know. Summer, summer vibes and all that. Um, you what? know it. What's up? I said you know it. Yeah, right. I'm just watching movies, you know, doing all that cool stuff. Uh, most recently watched Spies in Disguise. <laughs> Spies in Disguise. No, Disguise. Don't, don't start yeah, gaslighting so in, me. Yeah, Disguise. <laughs> we're just going to start. David was under the, or David's friend was under the impression it was called Spies in the Skies, and now it's, it's just going to be like a, a, a fight between, if you're, you're going to hear it as Spies in Disguise or Spies in the Skies. <laughs> this is the yeah. worst. <laughs> Um, but you know, how's, how's the weather, man? Uh, what, what, do you have any, do you have any preliminary feelings about life in general or something that you want to say before we head in there? Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a nice sunny day. I mean, 67 right now, but it's supposed to get up to 75. Um, beautiful, beautiful day in Wisconsin. Um, can't wait to get out there. Um, I'm actually currently at home right now. Um, um, my dad wanted me to uh, spread some mulch around the yard, so I'll be doing that after I get off the podcast. Um, not not too excited about that, to be honest, but, um, you know, got to do what I got to do. Um, that's no fun. Yeah, I also just learned that um, Dominic Fike dropped a new album in a month. I'm excited about that. Um, he, he already dropped a couple songs already. Um I was in the middle of listening to one, um, already really good, a banger. Um, you know, I, I know we don't do recommendations on the Think Stink, but um, just something to look out for, um, that new Dominic Fike album called uh, Sunburn. How about you, Connor? How's the weather? How's, how's life doing? You know, the uh, weather's fine. The works. Yep, give, me the, give me the works. <laughs> Uh, the weather's fine. I was hoping it would be 69 degrees, but it's not. It's 68, so it's not funny. Um, but I, I, it's fine weather. It's pretty decent. Last night when I went to walk somewhere, I was wearing a. I would wear a hoodie. It was it was actually kind of cool, which was which was a different feeling. Um, but it was it's been fine. Um, in terms of big developments, really the only thing that's been on my mind is Spider Verse Two. Uh, I've not seen it twice since the last time we talked. Uh, very talked about that last time, bro. When we talked I about know. Lego Ninjago, exactly. But I'll talk about how good the uh, soundtrack and score are because I listened to those recently. They both slap. Uh, the soundtrack's not quite as good as the first, in my opinion, but the score, like the actual, you know, vocalist music, I think is better than the first. So I think um, there's a Dominic Fike song that's in Spider Verse. Yeah, there is. Is there? I do not know. Yeah, it's called Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. I don't even remember that one. In the first or yeah, the second I one? Yeah, I probably... In the second one. 
It's really. I yeah. don't remember a song called Mona Lisa, but I will take your word for it. Um, you should check it out after the podcast so that you can believe me. It's not on the album. Is it? A, it's a, a it's a single. Oh, okay. So it wasn't it wasn't on the album. That's interesting. But if you're a fan of James Blake, there's a handful of James Blake songs on it. And Metro Boomin, because every song he goes, Metro! At the beginning. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, anyways. We've now been talking about nothing for five minutes. Let's talk about Spies in Disguise now. <laughs> um, Spies in Disguise. Now, I'll start with my very, very quick thoughts on it. Because I feel like... I feel bad. Because this is going to be a very un un like i don't think it'll be a very conflict-filled episode i don't think it's going to be a very uh emotional episode uh i thought this movie was good i actually liked it it's a fine movie um which is weird to say for the podcast because it's weird to be refreshed by something that's not bad but it's fine i actually liked it um i think it was cute i think it had some actually really enjoyable moments in it um it's obviously still not an animated film i think the comedy kind of got in your face a little too much. And I feel like it kind of, in terms of its emotion, I think it kind of should have picked the side between either doing the, you know, completely, you know, doing, focusing on that, like, um, threat, you know, using, using lethal force versus not using lethal force, uh, subplot or choose the, I work alone. I don't have friends subplot. I feel like they kind of butted heads way too much. And I feel like it kind of made me want to, it made me wish that they just picked one, but uh overall i still think it was a fun movie i thought the writing was more or less okay um i thought for being a movie about non-lethal force i think the they had some pretty creative non-lethal weapons so i thought that was kind of cool so i just want to show those preliminary thoughts um because i kind of went into this it's, this is the final this was the final blue sky movie so i was like oh man like this one's got to be a sentimental one you know it's probably going to be interesting and it was fine for what it was um I just kind of wanted to put those ones out there real quick so I can have them on the record uh, before we go on random subtangents about how DJ Cal is in the movie. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, David, go ahead. What did you think of the movie? Sure. Um, <clears throat> so I, I first want to just talk about how I came to deciding this movie um, real quick. So um, my, my roommate, one of my roommates, I have three roommates. It's not Reed. It's not Grant. It's the other one. It's the other one. <laughs> um, the one that butts in the podcast every once in a while. <laughs> um, he was watching The Spectacular Spider-Man one day. Mm-hmm. Yes, the show. And um, I was watching it with him. And um, he, after he finishes the episode, you know, like Disney Plus will like, recommend you know other shows to watch once you finish it. And what do you know spies in disguise shows up and i'm like all right all right i kind of forgot this movie existed I, i'm sure other people did as well it's like this is going to be a good episode for the podcast um so i'm like i texted connor i'm like connor spies in disguise spies in disguise and he's like okay okay and then i instantly just started watching the movie um yeah that's kind of like the I feel like this has been the backstory for like at least three other movies. Oh yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like you got recommended. And you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh yeah, that that that's definitely the case. Um, so yeah, pretty 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 generic backstory. Um, my initial thoughts about the movie: I agree with Connor. It's not that bad. Um, you know, just like thinking about how it ranks in the lineup, I definitely think it's up there. Um, it, it's 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 a solid film. Um, they they have they have some big name actors like Will Smithy Smith and Tom Holland and DJ Khaled. Um, I forget DJ Khaled, but Tom Holland and Will Smith. Uh, I think they have really good dynamic with one another. Um, really good rapport. Um, I think Will Smith is a really good casting choice for this like lone wolf character. Although like I would have liked to see him like LeBron James voicing him and that'd be really, really cool, but you know, that's okay. We'll get into that later. Um, Yeah, we definitely will. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, like I I like, like the character dynamic. Um, The animation is going to be really good. I mean, it came out fairly recently. So um, yeah, so like it's kind of just like the standard animation now. It's not bad looking. I mean, it looks pretty good, uh, obviously. yeah, I mean, I like what they're trying to go for with like the whole like non-violent uh, idea with like Tom Holland's character Walter. Um, I thought that was really, really cool, and how that contrasted with Will Smith's character. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's a really solid movie, I guess. Um, nothing really like stood out to me. Um, thinking about it now, um, like. Yeah, I don't know. It, 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 was a, it was a solid film. I don't know. Um, Connor, what did you think about the characters? Um, I don't mind the characters. I do want to share one quick thing before we get into the characters. Um, you mentioned about the animation. I like the animation fine, but I do have to note that I feel like Illumination's anim- or not Illumination, Blue Sky's animation style for me has always looked like it was a little dated. In particular, I I can actually pick a time frame when this movie looks like it came out. I feel like this movie came out at the same time as Meet the Robinsons. Like, <laughs> besides besides the the textures being a bit smoother, a little bit smoother, the movie and then the way they move is a little bit better. But it does feel like Meet the Robinsons, in my opinion. I might be the only one who thinks that. But like, I was watching the movie, this movie's animation, and I was like, this really reminds me of Meet the Robinsons with like smoother textures. So, I just wanted to mention that. Um, take that, take that as you will. Um, but yes, the characters. Um, I thought uh, it was weird. So I understand that, like uh, that, Tom, that Will Smith's character is kind of meant to be, kind of meant to be, kind of a, kind of a, a, a meanie, if you will, a nice word to say. He's supposed to be a jerk. He's supposed to be a like a arrogant kind of self fulfilled guy. Um, but I also felt like he was he was more or less likable. Um, I think a lot of that comes from the fact that Will Smith clearly is having a really good time, which is kind of funny to say. Um, but he was clearly enjoying himself, and Tom Holland is a lot better than I expected him to be. I kind of expected him to sound like he was playing Tom Holland or playing Peter Parker, but he actually kind of put more effort into it. I think he's kind of underrated as a uh, as an actor because I think he does know what he's doing when he's trying to perform. I don't think he's just trying to play the same character each time. So. I give him props, despite him, despite his character basically being Peter Parker, he didn't quite sound like Peter Parker the hundred percent the entire time. So I give him a little bit of credit. Um, and they have they had okay chemistry. I didn't mind it. Um, I think I think the 
I do uh, feel like it was a little bit rushed. I, I think I do think Will Smith kind of turned on being violent really quick. He was just like, okay, now we're gonna do your thing. But um, I didn't mind it. I think they had good rapport. Um, yeah, I don't know. They were fine. Um, although I am still kind of annoyed with Will Smith's character because he got mad at at Tom Holland because he was all like, "You turned me into a pigeon." When literally, when literally the reason he is a pigeon is because uh, is because Will Smith broke into his house and drank this potion thing without him being told to. He just like breaks into the house, takes the thing, drinks it, and he's like, "What'd you do to me?" <laughs> like yeah, everything you did is your fault. <laughs> like, I thought that was kind of crazy. And they they don't really like there's only one scene where they ever he ever says, "Oh, this was your fault." Like it was, Tom Holland only says that for himself once, and he doesn't like whisper. He's like, "Technically, you did it yourself." Like, I'm like, you should have been yelling this at him. It's like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, th- I think I think they're trying to just, like, just showcase, like, their relationship. Like, how, you know, Wilson's character is, like, this really, really cool guy. And, like, you can't really talk down to him because, like, he's just so much better than everybody else. Like, right. I don't know. He kind of reminded me of, like, his character from Men in Black if, like, Tommy Lee Jones didn't exist. Like, if it was just the guy from Men in Black, like, he had no partner, and he just did whatever he wanted. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually really like the villain in this movie. Um, I, I will, I do kind of, I will kind of spoil a little bit of what his backstory is, so if you don't want to know his very quick, not super important backstory, skip ahead, like, 30 seconds. But, like, I do kind of like that he's just, like, a disgruntled grunt. Like, his backstory is that he was just a goon, and, like, he got defeated. I think that was kind of funny. Um, I've always wondered what that would be like in a movie, if, like, one of the goons who gets beat up haphazardly, like some rando, ended up being a villain. I think I kind of like that, so yeah. I, I dug that backstory. Um, yeah, that, 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 is, that is a pretty cool idea, when, like, um, like when randos become, like, the villain. Like, right. It's just like, oh, man. And Ben Mendelsohn's performance is great. Yeah, no, exactly. I like that. Um, and I think it's just kind of interesting because, like, you see in a movie when, like, the goons are getting their you know, butts beat literally all the time, and they're, like, nothing. Like, you see them get hit, and that's the last time you ever see them. So, like, yeah. I like that they co- they show up again, and they treat it like this emotional, like, tragedy. I think it's funny. Right, right. And I like Ben Mendelsohn's performance a lot. Uh, I love Ben Mendelsohn. I think he's a really great actor, so I loved, I loved every line he delivered. He, he owned it. He definitely did. He definitely did. Um, now, the the humor in this movie. Um, obviously, like, it's a kid's movie. I mean, like, boy, what do you expect? Right. Um, like, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think about the humor in this movie is um, that one scene when, like, the fat guy, like... Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, they, they like liquefy a fat dude, which sounds more violent than it is. Um, but and he's completely naked during the scene. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I don't know. Like the humor in this movie is not awful, but it's very in your face. Like, um, it, it kind of reminded me of what the beginning of Ninjago did, but like not as bad. Um, but like it's very in your face, and there's a lot of yelling, and there's a lot of like, you know, it's it's very it's very like forward. There's not a lot of subtlety, so like, I feel like I feel like it's a very like take it or leave it kind of thing. Some people will be like very annoyed by this kind of humor. Other people just won't care. Um, but I doubt many adults would find it very funny. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's fine. Um, I think some bits were annoying. Some bits were fine. So it's not that I didn't laugh. There were a couple of bits that made me giggle a little. Um, I remember in particular. Th- I remember in particular that scene. I, I don't remember exactly what the dialogue was, but when it was the very beginning of the movie when Walter and and uh, Will Smith meet, and. Uh, I think I think well I think it might have been the scene in the elevator when uh, he pitches the idea of disappearing, but like Tom Holland says disappear, and then it cuts to Will Smith staring at him, and then it cuts to Tom Holland staring at him, and they, it cuts back and forth like four times. I don't know why I found that, I found that kind of funny because like they didn't say anything, and like it was it was getting to the point where I, just, I was I was gonna yell at them like say something like stop. I don't know that kind of made me giggle. Um, there were a couple of lines that were okay. Um, a lot of it just comes down to, it's like when, when the chaos of the, of the humor kind of gets to you, um, I don't know. It, it, it's not awful. I think it's, it, like you said, it's just, it's very much just made for kids. And I think if you acknowledge that going in, I think you'll have a couple more laughs than you expect to have. Um, yeah. What do you think? Right. Yeah. I mean, like, like, like I mentioned earlier, like it's definitely for kids in your face. Um. There, there were there were definitely like multiple times that like I, 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 I laughed like it, it's, it's weird humor and I, and I like that a lot. Um, like one scene that like genuinely made me laugh was like it was towards the end, um, when Tom Holland's character was like, trying to save Will Smith's character, and like he had like his AirPods in. Oh, and, the like, the yeah the K-pop thing, or yeah, the, the K-drama like, thing. Okay. That, like they're like suddenly speaking Korean, but, like, it's just, like, his, his, like, Korean drama or whatever. Right. Um, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I liked, uh, like, some, like, the weird, the weird, uh, crazy gadgets that Tom Holland's character had. I thought they were pretty creative. Um, and, I, I don't know, I, just, I find it, like, so, so funny, like, how, um, how like how Will Smith's character is so perfect, like he just like he does everything right, like in that first scene of the movie, right? When like like he's able to get the case, you know, then take all the bad guys, and it's just it's so flawless. Like it's just it's kind of funny. Actually, I, I I like every line. I like the way that that Will Smith delivered every line when he was doing those when he's doing those quips, except for one, when he knocks out the dude and he goes. Now look at your boy, Sleepy Night Night. I hate the way he says that. I hate it. Something, ab- something about like it, it's it's like no one says that. Like it really annoyed me. I was like, why the hell did you say it like that? Like, shut up. I like the I like the bad guy says Sleepy Night Night. He does. I I like that when when the bad guy like knocks him out. He like brings up he brings it up again. He goes like Sleepy Night Night, which like. I, that's fine. I get that one. But the first time he says it, it made me want to die. I'm like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> like, look at your boy. Sleepy night night. I'm like, shut up. Like, you're not a, you're not talking to a toddler. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, kind of remember that line that um, uh, Will Smith had. It was like, is that like the final fight? He was like, uh, that's yes, I was that's gonna bring, I was gonna mention that they referenced the thing. They referenced the the um rewind, the YouTube rewind. That was so funny. I mean, not funny in the way they intended it to, but like that's funny. <laughs> uh, I love that. 
I made that my review on Letterboxd. I just said, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> that's so good. I love that. Um, also, now that, I guess now that we're on the topic of weird stuff that is, is funny in principle, let's talk about DJ Khaled being in the movie. DJ um, unfortunately, Khaled. DJ Khaled and, and Karen Gillan, because they basically represent the same thing, but both of these really high-profile people are in the movie, and they have, like, five lines, which is really <laughs> weird. Like, I kind of, I like Karen Gillan a lot, and I hate DJ Khaled, but I feel like these two characters should have been in the movie more. Like, it's weird that they were in the movie at all. They have no role. They don't do anything. Um, yeah, I really wish they didn't have DJ Khaled in this movie. He was, I, I don't like DJ Khaled. Connor knows how yeah. I feel about DJ David, Khaled. David's hatred for DJ Khaled is awesome. I, I, I've heard him go on some legendary tangents. Oh, oh, I don't, I don't want to get into it, but I don't like him, and I, I, I don't think his performance is really that good in, in the movie. Um, I, I think they, I think they honestly could have had like Kevin Hart play that character, and it would have been so much funnier. To anyone, would have been funnier. I wish, <laughs> I wish that it was basically just copy and pasted the camera guy from, uh, from uh, Cottage Dance Meatballs. Do you remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might as well have been, because it was the same character. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, like, I wish those characters were in the movie more. I don't understand why they paid DJ Khaled and Karen Gillan money to be these characters, because they, they basically had no no role. Um, like, they were just there to be upgraded goons for Rashida Jones' character. Yeah. Side note, I know no one cares. But I wanted to point out that the character design for Rashida Jones' character is the most Rashida Jones-looking character I've ever seen. Like, look up a picture of Rashida Jones and then look at her character in the movie, and it's like, they're the same. Like, you would have... Like, I, granted, everyone in this movie was modeled off their actor, but, like, hers especially, I'm like, oh my god, like, it's just Rashida Jones. Like, that's really funny. Um, it's, it's almost like... Every character in this was definitely uh, casted first before they were designed. But still, like, right. that's really funny. Yeah, so I wanted to share that one for you. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the pigeons in this movie? The pigeons? Like mm -hmm. Lovey and Will All Smith? The Not just them, but like when, when Will Smith is turned into a pigeon and he has cloaca shenanigans. Um... Yeah, I mean that <clears throat> that's some like some pretty funny scenes. Um, while he was a, a pigeon, like the whole like cloaca thing, like him finding a flock, um Tom Holland's pigeon instantly like falling in love with Will Smith as a pigeon. <laughs> I mean, um, if Will Smith turned into like let, let's say like Will Smith like cuz he's kind of I'm not going to lie, he is kind of like a, a peak a peak male i understand why girls would be right. into him so like i imagine if you were a pigeon and you saw will smith and joined your you joined your you know society you'd be into it right 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 exactly exactly although like, um, there's only so many times i can hike a hype up will smith now because he did hit he did hit chris rock so i mean i lose a little bit <laughs> you lose a little bit of the of the magic you know right right um yeah no i thought i thought those scenes were cool um does he? No, he does. I was gonna ask if he ever like successfully like learned how to fly, but I think he did. Yeah, he did. He did. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, no, like I, I, I wish they kind of went into it like a bit more, like like fun facts about pigeons. 
<laughs> I feel Make like that comment. Yeah, I do. I do wish that. I understand that. Um, like, I think candy. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I, I feel like there's a, there's a lot to them that like a lot of people don't understand, and like it, they really go into a bit more than I think they give. You know, the average person a bit more appreciation for such a common bird, I guess. That's, I, I don't think anyone would appreciate them anymore, but I do understand your point. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was a weird idea. I think they I think they executed it decently. Um, I like that Will Smith's pigeon form has a little bow tie. I think it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. There are bits. It's fine. It's a, it's a good bit. I like the I like the flock. I think that was cute. Um, I like Jeff. Jeff was kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's good. The only downside is I, I I wish I mean this is like a completely utter nitpick. I kind of wish that we got to have more of him interacting with the pigeons, like him translating what they're saying, because I feel like I want to know what the pigeons are saying. Like, if I hear when I'm walking through Chicago and I see like a pigeon coo, like I want to know what it's saying. So like, give me some give me some theories, you know? Right. Like exactly. all the only line we ever got translated was his name was Jeff. So like or whatever his name was, I thought it was Jeff, um, but like. That's really it. So, I, I wish we got more pigeon translation. Right, that'd be kind of cool. <clears throat> uh, a couple of random things I liked. Um, I liked the opening intro. That was like a James Bond theme. I thought that was cool because all the James Bond intros have like those cool, you know, colors and like it, it's like a James Bond intro. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, that was a cool attention to detail. Uh, and a random thing, a random background gag that I thought was really cool. So there's, when you're going through the lab, like the, the weapons lab, and they're showing off some of the different weapons, one of them was a bowler hat that, like, the rim, like, burns off the hat, falls down around your neck, and then, like, tightens and decapitates you. That was oh, yeah. so cool. <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. I really hope that they that there's a movie that uses that exact same idea because that is so metal. <laughs> like, I love that. That was really cool. Um, so yeah, I liked that one. That was a random background gag I liked. Um, I also liked the the broom gun. That was kind of funny. Um, the all, all the background gun. gags were good in that scene. Yeah, so that was funny. Fire in the skies. In the skies. Yeah, he was in the sky very briefly. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think they spent more time like in the water than they did in the sky. Yeah, I suppose. They didn't fly around too much. Um, but it's not called Spies in the Skies. It's, it's Spies in Disguise, you nerd. Spies in the Skies. I don't actually, I actually am not crazy about that title the more I think about it. Because, like, Spies in Disguise kind of implies that, like, a lot of people are going to be in disguises and it's going to be, like, a, <laughs> like a, like a um, secret invasion type thing where you don't know who to trust. But, like, there's only two. There's one dude in a, in a pigeon disguise and one dude in a disguise as, um, as, you know, Will Smith. So it's really just two spies in disguise. And it's, I don't know, I, that, that implies more espionage than the movie I ended up having. But it's also a kid's movie, so, you know, it's fine. Yeah. I was gonna say I feel like we need to watch like a, a really mature, you know, cool guy movie because I feel I feel like we're bullying a bunch of kids' movies now. <laughs> like 
we're just going into uh, kids' movies and like picking on them for being kids' movies. Like we need to, right. we need to be mature. Yeah. We need to watch like something gory and violent and make fun of that instead. Right. Where's right. Frankenfish two at? I know. But yeah, um, to go into some quick, some more quick context to one of the things I didn't love about the movie. Um, I liked the non-lethal force versus lethal force kind of argument, and I think that was a very mature argument for a kid's movie. But I feel like it kind of bounced, it kind of conflicted a lot with the whole, like, Will Smith being this lone wolf guy who feels like he doesn't, he doesn't need any help from anyone and has to, you know, develop that trust for people. I feel like, um, it's not that it was impossible to do both those things, but I feel like, especially in that final, you know, the third act breakup, which is in every animated movie, I feel like it kind of butted heads because I felt like in it, it felt like the movie like was gradually trying to win Will Smith over and then they stopped all that progress just to have this end thing and I realized it worked for the this this kind of breakup thing worked for that side plot with the you know him trying to be a lone wolf and learning to trust people but it didn't work for the weapons thing because the weapons thing like I don't know it, it felt like I don't know. It it feels like bringing the the stakes to be like, oh man, this could be like a world ending thing, you know, and then like having the having this non lethal force even be a thing to talk about. I feel like was kind of like, I don't know. Like it, obviously Will Smith doesn't want him to be there. Like you're gonna die. Like in this one instance, like it does make sense not to. Uh, even if like your goal wasn't to kill him, like don't bring a kid who has no like experience in the field into a into like this final fight. I I, I understand that. So like him being butthurt about it doesn't really work. But like with the whole like him being a lone wolf thing, getting in this argument with him and trying to push him away again, that works. Like that makes sense because like if if Tom was trying to get him to be more of a like a team player, and then the, at the last minute he backs out, yeah, like that's obviously something that's worth conflict about, and it makes sense because like. When people are so alone and isolated, they they usually do tend to back out at the last minute when offered the chance to change, you know? So, like, I do understand that. But I feel like having both of those uh, plots playing at each other at once feels very conflicting. And it feels like it feels like it was two ideas that, like, got try- they tried to resolve in one move and I don't really think it worked. Um, so I just think I wish they picked one or the other. Like, don't make the lethal force thing a point, uh, unless it, or don't make it like a emotional point. If you're uh, if you're also gonna do the lone wolf thing, cause like it comes up a little too much in argument scenes, and I'm like, I I don't think this is the thing you should be focusing on, as interesting as it is, you know. Does that make sense? Right. I just feel like yeah, it kind of no, bounces around too much, and it needs to pick one or the other, or it needs to do both better, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I, I don't know if I could blow on to that at all. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, what are some other random observations you had about the movie? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I think, uh, I mean, I think for like the most part, I was able to kind of talk about everything I thought about the movie. Um, I, I I do have some questions for you if you're ready. Okay, then shoot them at. Sure, sure. Non-lethally, sure. please. Right, of course, of course. 
Um, so let's say that <clears throat> Will Smith's character was recasted as, you know, LeBron James. How do you think it would be different? I think it would be much worse. I mean, we've already sure. talked about it. LeBron James has no charisma at all. So, like, <laughs> I feel like his all of his lines would be the equivalent of, like, that scene and that scene from Teen Titans Go when he goes dribble 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 like that's literally all that would that's all his jokes would be, um like, I I think Will Smith in this movie was I wouldn't say he was the perfect choice I'm sure there are plenty of other people that would have been uh, better, but I think the way they write him for Will Smith I can't really imagine anyone else playing him I think LeBron, LeBron probably will do a spy comedy at some point like I, <laughs> like come on like it does kind of seem like something his selloutness would do. But, like, I don't think it will be animated, and it won't be about pigeons, probably. Yeah, probably not. I bet you, I bet you, you know what? I bet you he will be a star, and the, or he will be a spy, and the movie will be about him being a basketball player who, like, by, who actually is secretly a spy, and he has, like, a new sidekick, and it's gonna be, like, a comedically overweight guy, like a Jonah Hill type or a Melissa McCarthy type, and it's gonna be his <laughs> partner, and he's gonna have to be like, oh man, like... I don't need this. There's going to be a bunch of jokes about his basketball career and stuff, and it's going to be like, this is worse from the time that I joined the Heat, you know, and all that. Like, <laughs> or no, going back to Cleveland, that was the joke. But, like, yeah, like, it's going to be like that. And, like, he's going to have to learn. He's going to he's gonna make a bunch of, like, he's going to explain teamwork in, like, in, in the spy way, but he's going to explain it like a basketball team. He's going to be like, this is what you got to do. You got to work with your teammates. You got to pass in the ball when, you know, when, when they're open. You got to be unselfish with the ball. It's going to be like, LeBron, this is a spy situation. This isn't basketball. And he's going to be like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. <laughs> it, it, yeah. If, if that movie doesn't happen, then, like, I'll, like, eat a, I'll eat a clam. I don't know. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's something bold to do? I don't know. I, that movie will definitely happen at some point. Yeah, definitely. Um... I wish I could go more into like LeBron's acting career, but this we, is not. We've gone into his. We've done it before. <laughs> we've done almost everything he's been in. There's only there's only one more movie we haven't we haven't seen him in. We've done a podcast episode on every single one. <laughs> and there's no way we don't do an episode on House Party. Right. So stay tuned. <laughs> the only problem is it's not forgetful yet because it just came out. I, I feel like nobody is talking about it. Yeah, no one saw it. I, 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 it will definitely be a nothing movie very quickly, but I think because it came out, it came out with, like, no fanfare. Like, there were like there was, like, one trailer, and it, the trailer came out, like, two weeks before the movie came out. <laughs> like, it was, it was too little too late. Yeah, I, I don't even think I've seen the trailer for that movie. I don't know anything I about it. I saw it once, and the only thing I remember from it is that there's a joke about him going to Cleveland. Is LeBron James, like, is he, like, a main character in the movie? No, he's not. Uh, it's these two guys break into his house and host a party at his house. Um, yeah, I bet he shows up at the end. But there's, like, the only the only actual LeBron imagery in it is there's this, like, holographic, uh, holographic LeBron in his closet. And it gives him, like, positive affirmations. It's like, you're amazing. You're awesome. Going to Cleveland was a good idea and all that. <laughs> First, like they break into LeBron's house. Yeah, that's, that's the, the, the movie's shtick is that they break into his house to rob it. Like the party. Yeah, they realize that it's LeBron's house, and they're like, "Yo, we should capitalize on this. Let's invite some people." You know, 
And that's the shtick. Um, it sounds bad because it's bad. <laughs> like your your <laughs> ears aren't deceiving you. <laughs> oh my god. Space Jam 3. Space Jam 3. The only acceptable Space Jam 3 is if uh is if Don Cheeto comes back. Don Cheeto comes back as algae rhythm? Yep. Oh my god, anyway, spies in disguise. Let's stop talking about LeBron. <laughs> um Okay, my next question is uh Connor, where do you think the city ranks in all the uh things that we've done? I would say I would say this is the second best one we've done behind Twister. I think it's a very quality film. Um, like despite its faults, like it's it's a fine kids movie. And if this were the final movie for my film studio, because you know it was the final Blue Sky film, I think this is a decent note to end on. And it kind of encapsulates everything that Blue Sky was. Like it's fun animated garbage that like is sort of sweet, but it's not annoying. Um, it's just it's 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 doing its own thing and you know like i respect it i think it was a perfectly solid film that did everything it needed to do like no problems so or no nothing huge so yeah i would say it's just worse than twister it's number two on my list sure yeah i think i, I think i think it's the same um it's it's a solid film you know like what can i say um it's definitely like up there in like mediocrity but like it's 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 high quality mediocrity you know <laughs> that sounds more condescending than it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah well when you do a bunch of mediocre movies right um, it, it's a compliment it's like, it, it, when you're mediocre you're on the better side <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like something you'd say to like a girlfriend like an ex you hated but like you you don't want to offend her you're like you know you were like above mediocre wow. right exactly 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 um also okay and then my last question is um Connor, do you think this movie will ever have a cult following one day <laughs> so yeah i was thinking about that too um i don't think it will and I feel like the reason I don't think it will is because with cult films, right, you kind of need to be either, you need to be one of two extremes. You need to be, like, really stupid, or you need to be, like, actually really quality, but just overlooked, you know? Like, the two examples I think of are, like, Free Birds and Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show, which are two very different movies. But, like, Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show was a cult film because, like, it did no one cared about it when it came out, but, like it stuck around because it's such an extremely it's an ex, it's an extreme movie with a lot of extreme emotions you know um and then free birds is so bad that like it is funny so people went back to it you know but like yeah. um, with 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 this movie i feel like it hit something that unfortunately will never cause it to be a cult film and i think it hit that feeling of like it's too good to be funny and too bad to be like or no, i shouldn't say too bad too not extreme to be like memorable good you know like i think it it does everything a movie sh like a animated film should do so i don't think there's anything really for people to attach to for it to be like a cult film you know like the only thing i could kind of see is maybe if like there's like a will smith renaissance 
Like, maybe <laughs> if, like, people start really being big on Will Smith again, maybe they'll go back because of how weird his dialogue is. And maybe there might be a meme or two that comes out of this movie because of that. But ultimately, like, I don't think this will become a cult film. Like, I don't know. Maybe Sleepy Night Night will become a thing and it'll become, like, a meme. And it's, like, when, you, right when, when you're, you and your boys are going to bed, but, like, you forgot that you uh, left your girlfriend at home, you're, like, Sleepy Night Night. I don't know. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. I can't. I don't know how to predict meme culture. But, like, I, I honestly, like, that's the only reason. That's the only way I can imagine this being a cult film. Yeah. yeah. Sleepy Night Night. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, so, like, I don't know. It, David, so like you've seen pretty much every Blue Sky film. You've seen, you've seen. Uh, Have I? Yeah, you've seen Rio. You've seen Ice Ages. You've seen. Have you seen Ferdinand? Yes. Yeah, you've seen Ferdinand. I haven't even seen Ferdinand. You've seen the Peanuts movie, right? Yes. Yeah. So you've seen the Peanuts movie. I haven't seen the Peanuts movie. So you've seen like most Blue Sky films. Do you think this is like? Would you say this is a higher end Blue Sky film? Like, is this as good as Rio and Ferdinand and Ice Age? What do you think? What do you think? Um, I definitely think Ice Age and Rio are better than this. Um, I don't know. A lot of Blue Sky films are kind of forgettable, honestly. Um, I feel like they'll hold a special place in my heart because they're so forgettable. Um, I don't know. They, they They just came out at, like, a weird time and, like, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like the... The late 2000s, early 2010s are like, like that. That's my childhood. True. <laughs> and like, it's not a very memorable time in history, but like, gosh darn it, it it's 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 special in in, in my heart. It's so funny so, because yeah, I agree with you there. Like, I feel like the tw- late 2000s, the early 2010s were like such a weird time for animation because like you'd go, like, amazing streaks of movies and then just nothing for two years. Like, <laughs> 2013 and 2014 were not very exciting times for animation, but, like, 2008, 2009, like, yeah. Like, it's so right. weird how much a fluctuation you'd get. Like, there was so much. And that might have been it, too. There's just so many animated movies in that time period. So, like, every, you just got everything. So, like, the fact that Blue Sky Films even survived through the 2010s is pretty impressive right also robots right. by them too robots yes remember we watched that we did watch that together i remember i remember that there's a there's a great big hole underground or whatever that song was about yeah yeah um, i also um, like i also like mel brooks as big wheel <laughs> right um so i mean i'd say this movie it it ranks probably on the on the lower end of blue sky films, but is it better you know, or worse than robots? Oof, probably. I don't know about the. I don't know. Probably better. That's fair. But man, robots. But that was, that was but does, does does spies in disguise have big wheel? No, it doesn't. that's not even his name. Like I'm only, I'm only saying Big Wheel because that's a Spider-Man villain. What was his name? Big Weld. Big Weld was that his name? Yes. Big, Big Weld. It was Big Weld. 
<laughs> if you're ever like if you're ever are in the mood to see like a really giggle worthy character design look up big weld and just like look through all the pictures <laughs> like it, it it has like an uncanny valley vibe to it like something about him <laughs> um big weld i kind of i kind of love big weld i feel like you can make like a like a five hour like youtube video on big weld and just like this era i think i want i i want okay this is this is awful but hear me out here i want a like 20 like an 18 hour long video and all it is is every scene with big weld in it slowed down to like 0.001 speed (laughs) (laughs) like he's moving at like five frames per second like like or not even five like four like four frames per second i want like i just want like every every molecule of big welds being on full display for like 18 hours (laughs) i don't know david david what's a better character design big weld or like the fat pigeon from this movie jeff (laughs) easily big weld (laughs) oh god nothing just nothing compares to big weld there's something about him, like there's just something about Big Weld. Okay, I've got to stop talking about Big Weld now. <laughs> I I kind of love just like at the end of every think sync, we just get so off topic. Well, yeah, it's because we get to the questions, and it's sometimes we're talking about The Rock or like LeBron, and then Big Weld shows up. <laughs> oh my God! Anyways, this so... is why this is why our thinks stink. It's because of that. Because all our brains can think of is Big Weld. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all the questions I have. No worries. Uh, any other thoughts before we Big Weld this? I mean, finish this. Um, I- I'm definitely going to watch that that um, that house party trailer as soon as we get off. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys so much for uh, for listening. Really appreciate it. Check us out on Instagram with us, Mel underscore you think. And again, for any missed episodes, um, watch Robots, I guess. Um, and don't watch House Party. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. I've been Connor, and this has been David. And thank you for listening to yet another episode of the podcast that we entitle, David. What's that you thinking again?